0: Welcome to TA1, everything you want to know about adventure racing and then some, and this week it is one of those then some episodes. I'm your host, legendary Randy Erickson, and uh, flying solo, birds are out of the house, actually they are at uh, the Bird Sitters, Paulette and I were gone over the weekend to the dead Swede 100 miler in Wyoming, great race like 600 people between the 100 and the 40 and a little short one so great time lots of good pictures uh, fun to catch up with everybody some great uh, street food afterwards so it was uh, enjoyable anyway um like i said this one is a then some episode so it'll be uh things you never know you needed to know uh big news in a couple of weeks maybe I can share with you pretty cool with uh, hanging out with maybe some of my Canadian friends so anyway more on that later so it's a pretty done deal but maybe not quite anyway um, let's get this going it's Monday night I can get it up and then uh, go out and cut some trees for a while before I take you know a little miss who out for her hike tonight so uh enjoy thanks for listening go fast take chances and uh might as well apply thanks for listening bye hi is this robin
1: no mask is calling
0: uh randy erickson from uh ta1 podcast
2: uh, randy from where i'm sorry
0: the ta1 podcast we've got an appointment to chat
1: podcast okay one moment
0: thanks
2: This
0: is Robin. Hi, Robin. This is Randy Erickson.
2: Randy, how are you doing?
0: I am doing well. How are you?
2: I'm doing great.
0: Good. So, okay, i got to ask you this before we really get started, although we're started. Okay. Um, Tell me that you are at the Polo Lounge sitting beside the pool with a stack of scripts and a drink with an umbrella in it.
2: Um, I could not be further away from all of those things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if Shoot. there were two worlds that were on opposite sides, you know that would be my my world right now. I am not.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. My, Are my you? Fantasy is, <laughs> my fantasy is broken again.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry to burst your bubble. No, if you saw, I'm in a I'm in a bit of craziness right now. I'm I'm uh, at the tail end of like three different projects, so I'm in my office where there are hundreds and hundreds of, of pictures of people and we're trying to put, put them on shows and who's in and who's out and who do we love and who do we hate. So it's, it's a little chaotic. I wish I had a cocktail in my hands.
0: Uh, well, <laughs> um, you, you chose this life.
2: I did. <laughs> and you know what? The, today has gone by really quickly just because of all the chaos.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I understand those days. So, um all right, so I've got like a bazillion questions, but we'll we'll sort of stay on topic to start. Okay. Okay. So you are casting the race to the center of the earth. Correct. Go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and go.
2: What do you want to tell us? Yeah, we're actually really excited about this project. Um, I know National Geographic is really excited. I know the production company is excited. I am thrilled that they came to me to see if we could um, cast these adventurers. And the more I'm sort of hearing about the show and learning about the show and all of the top secret stuff that I can't share with you, um, it's going to be amazing. I mean, I really think, obviously... With it being National Geographic and the producers of The Amazing Race, I mean, I just think it's going to be visual and beautiful. And I think it's going to be really hard.
0: So, which is something adventure racers like. Um, So, here's my first question. Okay. You you probably have to understand this show as much as anybody. Producers, uh, National Geographic, anybody. Because you have to... You have to understand what they want, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, yes and no. I definitely have to have a good grasp of the type of people that they're looking for. I have to have a good grasp of um, the athleticism of the people. If the people that we're bringing in are you know, going to be able to do this show, um, I know a lot of people see something like this and go, That sounds amazing. I'd love to travel around the world. Cool. You know, and then we talk to them. Why do you want to do it? It just, I mean, it just looks so cool. Not realizing that it's uncomfortable. It's difficult. They're going to want to quit. Whoever wins the million dollars is going to work very hard for the million dollars. Um, So all of that, we have to know. The nitty gritty of exactly what they're doing. Nope. I don't know. I don't have to know. I think it's good that we don't know. So we never are in a position to give away trade secrets that the cast shouldn't know about. Um, so, you know, you being even in this adventurer world might even have a better grasp of specific things that they might be going through. Um, but I just am more looking for interesting characters, good story, um, level of athleticism, more so than the specifics of the show,
0: okay, all right, so okay, um, here's general casting questions. I yes. think this might be how it works. <laughs> we'll be okay. specific with 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 the race, um so have you ever cast a show, and then all of a sudden, when you see it, think, "Oh, that person was not right or fooled me to thinking they were somebody else?
2: <laughs> every single day of my life, yes. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think you have the link to my um, to my website. I've cast, mm-hmm. I mean, so many TV shows, yeah. and um, yeah, I mean that's sort of the beauty of reality TV. Is I'm not, you know, I'm not giving a script to people. I don't exactly know what I'm going to get. I have to go with a lot of my gut feeling, and a lot of people don't come through the way I was hoping they would. And on the Mm -hmm. other hand, a lot of people are leaps and bounds better and more interesting and more fun than I would have thought they were. So that's the thing about reality TV is, is, you know, these people are interviewing with us in a one-on-one situation. We have no way to tell exactly how they will be when they're in these circumstances, whether Mm -hmm. it's, you know, out traveling the world or they're locked in a house or they're dating other people. We don't, there's no way to be a hundred percent sure how they're going to react when they're in a situation where they're uncomfortable. They're around people who they're attracted to. They're around people who they're not getting along with. Um, So we can give as many hypothetical situations as possible to these people in the interview process, but really until they're there, there's no, you know, definite way of telling how they're going to react in these situations. So Mm. yes, I am disappointed, but I am, I think more often than not, I think I am pleasantly surprised with uh, how the cast turns out in most of the shows.
0: Yeah. And if I was a little more professional, (laughs) <laughs> I said who's I would have asked that in the positive way the way you answered it. Um so is 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 there somebody that you can think of that that fit that like you thought well maybe this person's okay and you and they turned out to be a star quote unquote.
2: Yeah, I mean it depends on the show. It depend I mean it happens I, we cast a lot of ensemble shows so I mean I mm. would say in every show there's someone who um is is dynamic and a much better character or a much better player than we would have thought. I mean, I, I, I couldn't tell you like specifically right yeah. now, but I mean, if we went through the old resume and started naming shows, I could probably say, yeah, I mean, these people were um, played better or were better characters, were more interesting, were funnier um, than we had even Expected. I mean, the thing is about casting is it's weird and it's uncomfortable. And the thing about reality TV is we try to get people who have not been on TV. And so the whole interview process is really uncomfortable. You know, they're sitting in front of producers. Sometimes there's lights and cameras on them. And as many times as we tell them, like, hey, just talk to us normal. Take a deep breath. We're all friends here. You know, sometimes they're talking to a group of people that might be 20 years their elder and they're saying, yes, ma'am, and no, sir. Mm -hmm. And we try to tell them, no, no, you know, talk to us like you're with your friends in a bar and you're hanging out. And it's difficult to sort of get past that, oh, my gosh, I'm in front of producers and this is the network and I have to impress them and I want to be on my best behavior, When they don't realize that, you know, we just want to shoot the shit with them. We just want to see what they're like, you know, when they hang out with their buds. And it's um, that's where a lot of people end up kind of losing a a gig like this is because it's very difficult to teach people how to be normal and yourself in a really awkward situation of interviews. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not natural for people. No,
2: yeah. <laughs> um, who who
0: is who is most awkward? Young people talking to like older producers, or somebody older talking to uh, a young producer.
2: Um, I mean, I, I it would be hard to generalize everybody. Um, yeah. I would say for the most part, usually the people. Um, who are a little bit older, have a little bit more life experience and have been in more situations like this. Maybe they've talked to a boardroom. Maybe they've gone on a lot of job interviews. Maybe they have, you know, they have a big family. Um, They've traveled and it might be easier for them to speak to a group of strangers just because of their life experiences. You know, sometimes these shows, we have people who are in their early 20s and they just graduated college. And, you know, they don't exactly – it's a really uncomfortable situation to put them in. Whether it's a one-on-one interview or an interview with a group of producers, um, it's really difficult. And I've seen people of all all ages be amazing at interviews and be very natural. And I've seen people of all ages, you know, get in front of a camera or a room of people and, you know, shake – and, mm-hmm. and, and, and and sometimes it's difficult for them to get a sentence out. So I don't think it would be age. I just think it's, you know, some people are, are comfortable talking in front of a group of people. And for some people, it's terrifying.
0: Yeah. I mean, I actually find this with a podcast. Uh, amazingly enough, some people are, are not very good just talking one-on-one when they think other people are going to listen. Right. So. <laughs>
1: Makes right. Sense. I
2: know. I yeah. mean, obviously, I have done this a few times. So mm-hmm. sometimes you have to shut me up. Um, but yeah, I, I hear it. Sometimes I have my staff, they might do an interview, a radio interview, and I can hear the nerves in their voice. And yeah. I'm like, you guys, we that's all we do. We talk every day about these shows. What's going on? And yeah, sometimes it's just the feeling of people listening to you. You don't want to say the wrong thing. So yeah. the nerves will get the best of you.
0: Yeah. Fortunately, I know that that the people that listen to this which would much rather hear you than me. So,
2: <laughs> I highly doubt it. That's why they're tuned in to you.
0: <laughs> no, they want to hear you. I just I just happen to be there. Um, okay, so let's talk sort of the specifics of um, uh, applying to – all right, I want to be on Race to the center Center of the Earth. What do I do?
2: So, um, well, first you have to go to our website, and you know what? If I had that in front of me, it would be way too good, right? Like, if I was prepared Mm -hmm. for this interview, that would be – let's see if I can find it here. Um, We've been doing lots of posting, so it's usually better if you can find the posting because it's a bit of a long HTTPS, but it would be Race to the Center of the Earth – Dot dot com. And let okay. me say that one more time just in case. One word race to the center of the earth. Dot dot com, And that takes you to our website and you fill out a little mini application. The things that you should know before filling out an application is you know, there are teams of three, so you should definitely you know, be prepared to talk about the two other people that you would like to go on the race with. Um, All three people should be pretty fit. All three people should be pretty skilled. Um, But that doesn't mean that all three people have to be, you know, the adventure racers of the world. Some might have one person who's more skilled at one thing. Some might have you know, more skilled at another thing, and together the three of them will end up making a really great team. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were saying on a show like this, you know the the mental game is just as important as the physical game. You know a lot of people can get through um, races physically, but when you are really when you are really feeling your lowest and maybe you haven't eaten in a day or two, and the weather conditions are you know, below zero or 110 degrees and you have to climb mountains and, and you're you're swimming to the ocean. Like what is it mentally that gets you to keep going and not quitting? And you want to make sure that there's always one person on your team who's sort of the cheerleader, the person who is going to give you the pep talk to keep you going, to get to the finish line, to understand, you know, why they did it together. So It's important that they have physical skills, and it's important that they have the mental fortitude to get through these really uncomfortable situations that they'll probably be going through.
0: Yeah. So now – and I've read what I could find. So you're actually only (laughs) – Oh, there's some stuff out there I mean, yeah the there's, and stuff. Little, there's
2: little bits and pieces and i yeah. I know specifically about the show probably about as much as you do from reading yeah. um but but go ahead
0: <laughs> yeah no so but you're but you're casting four four teams is that right four
2: teams of three right
0: yeah does that make it easier or harder because you're gonna have a lot to pick from but then by the same token you don't have to pick like those like eight, nine, and 10th place teams that might right. all kind of be the right. same.
2: You know, there's challenges in both. It's funny when um, when I first talked to the production company, when you first hear, okay, it's just four teams of three, you know, your first reaction, at least my reaction is like, oh, I, that's it, just four teams, easy <laughs> yeah. breezy, but it's not. I mean, I, it almost makes it more difficult because that means each team is going to be, you know, have a quarter of their focus for an entire series on them. Mm -hmm. So they have to have the personalities, all three of them. They have to have the skill. They have to be willing to put their bodies through these really difficult tests. I mean, there's a lot of things that these teams, so we'll talk to a team and two of them might be great And then one of them is like, gosh, you know, I really wish they had more skills. I really wish they had more personality. Um, Oh, they're not available for those dates. Oh, they can't come and meet us when we're meeting them in person. Um, So it is difficult because when there's only four teams, each team has to be, you know, three superstars in all senses to make sure that – people are watching the show and rooting for them. It's very important that people are watching and rooting till the very end.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay, technical question you may or may not know. Okay. So basically they're starting someplace and they finish the first one to get to the million-dollar check gets it, right? Correct, correct. Are all the teams starting in the same place? No. Okay. uh, That's kind of what I – thought but it wasn't quite clear about that so
2: (laughs) yeah they're all going to have different challenges they're all going to have different tests they're all going to have different climates they're all going to have you know different skills um and uh so they have to be prepared for everything because these teams will not know where they're starting until they are cast and on a plane to their first location
0: so cool, um, okay. Dates like when are when are they going to film, and like when you know so are you going to like come talk to you to get picked? We,
2: yeah, we're uh, we're telling the teens that they have to be available the whole month of October. Um, okay. So it could you know, it, and I would say yeah. give or take, nothing is set in stone just yet, but that would be a mm-hmm. safe place to start. So if there are people who are interested in applying, but they're you know out of town or they have some work convention in the middle of October. You might have to wait for season two. Um, so that in, that entire uh, month of October is when we plan on um, getting them to their locations and they'll be starting. As far as coming to meet us again, Randy, you'd think I'd be prepared with this stuff. Let me see what I have here going on. I know I have. I have so many different things in front of me. Uh, well, you're probably
0: deadlined on some of them, so. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's, a, and you know when it's like you look at the same thing ten times mm. and it's like it's right in front of your eyes and you just can't see yeah. it right in front of you. That's kind yeah. of what's happening no, I, in my life right now. Um, <laughs> I bet I might have to tell you at the end of this conversation when the finals, but the October, uh, month is the important month to be available yeah. for. And then if we, uh, if you move on in the process, then we'll let you know about the final dates and when you would come out and meet producers.
0: Yeah, and that's just kind of a, you know, a quick thing, I think. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it's kind of interesting because um, I've been through this from the other side. Other side? This side? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, the last time they did uh, Expedition Morocco.
2: Yeah.
0: Which, um, so what we... what the racing community discovered is that race started out as they were really looking at real racers. Um, Mm -hmm. And my wife was on a team and they had got to the point where, can you come to LA for two days at this point? And then all of a sudden nothing. (laughs) And then when the, when the uh, show aired, it was drama, not racing. Is that a polite way of saying that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was just a lot of like, Characters of people yelling at each other and stuff? Yeah. 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 I mean, I I would say that is definitely not what I'm looking for. I mean, Mm -hmm. this isn't a show about drama. This is a feel-good show that people who love, um, you know, adventure racing and to see the world in interesting ways, it's that kind of show. You know, Nat Geo is that the the viewers of Nat Geo are the people that, you know, if they want to watch a crazy reality show, they might go to one of the other, you know, main networks, NBC, CBS. But, I mean, this truly – one of the reasons why I love this project is because it is on National Geographic, and we can find people who really are going to love doing the race, competing in the race, and the viewers are going to be people who really are interested in – um, not only what's going on around them, but just interesting people with great stories, rootable people, that's more exciting to me than, you know, a, a bickering group of, yeah. of people on the show. I, I, would I yeah. Would I think that there could be some arguments? Sure, they're going to be in really uncomfortable situations yeah. with their friends, but that's not, that's not what I'm going for for this show.
0: Yeah, I... I get that totally. I, you know, when I'm sh- out shooting a race, I, it's it's a little different for me because I'm kind of a fixture in adventure racing. Okay. But when if I see bickering, it doesn't interest me. Yeah. And I'm like other other than for, except for Barb Campbell, and that's an inside joke between me and her.
2: Okay, good, because I don't get it, but that's good. Yeah,
0: nobody, nobody does except for me and her, and, it, and it's like 10 years old. But,
1: um, yeah, I, I mean, I, this should
2: be an inspirational show. This should be a show yeah. that I hope when the season is over, there are people who are so excited to apply for Season 2 because they the beauty and um, and seeing the world and watching people, you know, push their bodies to the limit. I think that that's what the show is about. It's not about fighting with your brothers and sisters on TV.
0: Cool. That's that's I think what the community is is hoping for is is that. I mean, yeah, yeah. We want to know the people, but we yeah we want to we want to see them dirty and nasty looking, and <laughs> yes, stinky.
2: Of course, <laughs> so. no, none of these people are going to be doing their makeup at three a.m. I highly doubt it.
0: Yeah. So Um, how did – how or who or why did you kind of um, target the adventure race world for this? I mean who – tell me that was your brilliant idea.
2: Well, I mean I think collectively, usually whenever I start any project, I mean it's a conversation – with the producers, they will sit and say, you should definitely go down these avenues. My staff and I will sit around and brainstorm what communities are, are best to get the word out to. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously, when you look at this show, it screams adventure racing all over it. I mean, mm-hmm. the, I want the people who don't care as much about, you know, being a reality TV star, but care more about the actual race and putting their heart and soul into it. I think that that's the most important part of this show. And I think that's really important to the producers also, that we get yeah. four teams who are, you know, badass and want very badly to get to the end and have the experience with their friends. That's the most important part.
0: Yeah. Um, I want to give a little shout out to Kristen because she's been <laughs> out there um Well, she's put so much stuff out there that it really intrigued me, and and that's kind of why I reached out.
1: Oh, good, good,
2: good, good. I mean, I have a great team right now, and they are nonstop. And this is, you know, kind of a new world to us, too. So we're learning Mm -hmm. as we go, and that's why it's amazing when we, you know, have people like you who are willing to help us get the word out, and obviously you're more connected than we are, but that's good to know that Kristen's been out there and, And uh, talking to the community because we'd love to get you know people who are really passionate about this.
0: Yeah, still, it seems to be working. Um, (laughs) How come uh, U.S. citizens only?
2: Um, you know, it has a lot to it. it, That would probably be a better production question than for me. I think it has a lot to do with just passports visas, a lot of yeah, technical issues that they're dealing with accessibility um, it doesn't mean that they won't open it up maybe in another season yeah. it has a lot to do with time frame we have to fly people out here and meet them um, it's just easier when they're accessible here to us
0: yeah, when it's race to the center of the earth Canada, then they get their chance
2: exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um All right, general question. Okay. When um, This is just to show you that that I did my homework. Oh, boy. (laughs) When uh, you started the casting business Mm -hmm. and uh, you, like, got your first big contract, did you buy something silly?
2: (laughs) Well, as much as I would love to say that all that money goes into my pocket – um, not really. I mean, I have an office, I have office space, I have overhead, you know, we have, um, I have a large staff, so it's, it, believe me, I'm not like making millions off of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I am comfortable, I am happy, I like to be busy, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I am no like Hollywood big time person <laughs> who is like driving around in some fancy car and a you know house in the hills yeah. believe me i am not
1: <laughs>
0: yeah i in and, and all right tangent here but isn't like 99% of hollywood quote unquote tv quote unquote you, you're like working people people you have you're, real jobs
2: yeah we do we actually work i work every <laughs> day around the clock and very hard you know, yeah. I mean, I. The funny thing is, I don't know, it, and, and I think now more so than ever, the reality TV world is definitely um, becoming more mainstream. You know, and I think we're more mm-hmm. accepted, and there's a lot of great reality TV and a lot of great documentary um, on TV. Uh, but you know, for a long time, it was like reality TV. I roll. I roll. Um, And we finally have gotten over the hump. But I still think, I mean, and I'm speaking for myself, I mean, I'm I'm still kind of like the nerdy girl. I am not the, like, cool Hollywood player at all. Believe me.
0: (laughs) What's the silliest program that you've been asked to cast that didn't make it onto the air?
2: Oh, my gosh. I mean, (laughs) we get pitched shows all the time. Pilots shows that never make it on air and then sometimes shows that do make it on air and i'm like oh my gosh i can't believe they were they were able to cast it i mean even a show i'm sure you know i mean even a show like um naked and afraid i mean just to hear about that show from a production standpoint to a casting standpoint saying here's what we're looking for you know, people who are going to be butt naked on TV. And that might've been a program that I would have been like, heck no, no one's going to watch that. And then what they're on like, you know, season 9,000 and the show does great. And, um, so there are definitely projects that come to me that I'm like, wow, that's really impressive that they were able to cast that or how did they find those people? I'm definitely, um, I I mean, I think that we are great at what we do and there are shows that I am hands down impressed with the casting and I will try to find who cast it, reach out to them and send them some kind of email like, wow, I'm not sure I could have pulled off what you pulled off. Good job. And, um, you know, congrats. I will definitely be the first to applaud somebody if they pulled off a really difficult um, show.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's uh. Karma is a good thing, right?
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: Do you use the, then, like, specialize mostly in, re, in reality shows?
2: Yeah, yeah. My office, if that is what we've done since the beginning. Okay. Um, it is all, all, I mean, all different kinds of reality. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would say, I'm trying to even think. I mean, we've done a few hosting jobs, and we've done some specialists, um, but it's always, we don't do any scripted shows in my office.
1: Okay.
0: so And that probably seems smart to have a, a, a niche like that.
2: Sure. Yeah. There are also yeah. very, two very different worlds of, of how um, scripted world is cast versus reality world. I don't think, you know, I don't have the connections that the scripted casting people have, and they would probably have no idea how to do what I'm doing. So, They're two very different worlds.
0: Yeah. So did you set out to be a casting director or did it happen?
2: Yeah, I mean, it sort of found me. A lot of people have asked, you know, how did you get your start? And I think a big part of the start in in the entertainment business is – you know, I was born and raised here in Los Angeles, so it has been around me my whole life. So I think that that is it's just very accessible. When you live here, you can usually meet people or know people go places where they are willing to give you a chance. And um, I mean, when I started in reality, i was I was really fortunate. It was great timing for me. And I was able to get my foot in the door at the very, very beginning of reality TV, which was, you know, the real world, the very first Survivor, um, when people were still figuring it out. So even when I started working in reality TV, I think I enjoyed it. Actually, I didn't want to say I think. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. Um, yeah. But I, I wasn't sure how long it was going to last. You know, I think at the beginning, was it a fad? Is this going to last a couple years? We don't know what's going to happen. And I've, you know, I've been very fortunate that I've been able to um, work work in reality TV, you know, the last 20 plus years. Um, I've met amazing people, great producers, really interesting candidates for shows. You know, my job is talking to interesting people around the country daily and, um, it is not a dull job. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is stressful, like any job. There are yeah. definitely highs and lows. Um, but I would say that my office and I, we get a few good laughs every day, which is good. There's a lot of young, fun energy in here, depending on the types of shows. We talk to really interesting people. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm just lucky that, that I, that I found something when I, when I graduated college and I was, and I've been able to stick with it all this time. I don't know if it was like my calling, but I ended up here and I'm very, very thankful.
0: Sounds cool. So, and I, I've i got to say, you have the company name is outstanding.
2: <laughs> right. So maybe I was born to do this. You know, it is so funny yeah. that I have people ask me if my last name is really Cass, and like, yeah. My born last name is actually Cass, so I did um I did fall into the right into the yeah. right occupation.
0: <laughs> did you have hesitations naming naming the company company casting?
2: No way. I think that okay. even when I started and I was freelance I think i would I would say to myself, you know, wow, you know someday if I'm lucky enough to open a company, I would call it casting and it just I mean it just makes sense yeah. you
1: know yes
0: <laughs> it, it's perfect so um here here we're in Rapid City, my little town. we have a dentist named moler
1: he's so.
2: perfect he's meant I mean, he's meant he, to check him out check he, out he is
0: meant to check around <laughs> That's very funny. Um, do you when you cast a sh- two-part question, when you cast a show, do you ever do you get to watch the show? And if you do, do you ever have anybody you're rooting for that you kind of picked out in the casting? Realm? Heck,
2: yes, yes, and yes. I watch every show that I cast, and I am I'm in an interesting place where after the cast is locked and production starts. Mm-hmm. I'm usually not part of the show. So, like, you know, yeah. the casting is all happening beforehand. And once they're shooting, um, I might be on to other projects. So once the show oh. airs, it's like, I mean, I can watch it just as a fan. You know, I don't necessarily know what, what went on or what happened. I can separate myself from it and watch it as a fan. So, yeah, of course I watch the shows. Of course I root for people. Um I root for people, but I'm also very protective of all the people I put on these shows. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm pretty heavily um, on social media, getting the words out um, of the shows that I'm on, and you know, people love to love reality TV and love to hate reality TV, and um, when I see people, you know, being mean to any of it characters on my shows and stuff. I I'm, I'm a very protective mama when it comes to when it comes to uh all all of my cast. But yeah, I'm definitely a fan. I watch the shows and um yeah, I, I will root to the end for sure.
0: Cool, cool. Um do you have applicants, I guess, with the word that mm-hmm. um like every time they apply every time they see a show, and you're like, "Oh, well, Charlie applied again." <laughs>
2: sure, sure, yeah. I mean, i I would prefer people to um, apply to the shows that they're the most passionate about. That would mm-hmm. be my preference. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, sometimes depending on the show, sometimes I see the same applicants on the same show over and over. Um, sometimes they will. I will see them on other shows, and it kind of depends on the genre. You know, if I'm doing. Yeah a dating show and maybe in six months later, another dating show. And I see the same applicant. Like I understand they want to be on a dating show, but if I saw someone apply on a dating show and then I saw them apply for this, it would be like, Hmm, do you know what you're getting yourself into? Or are you just somebody who desperately wants to be on TV?
0: Yeah. They're just yeah. they yeah they just want to be on TV right <laughs> right yeah.
2: and they have no idea what they would be getting themselves into on this show
0: <laughs> yeah um, but I also saw on the website that you have like a, I th- I do I'm I'm pretty cool button maybe maybe you want to talk to me so there, so like people aren't necessarily applying for a specific show
2: oh yeah I mean well you know we we. The thing also about reality TV is, like, they're just interesting people every day. And sometimes we have people just applying and saying, hey, I have an interesting life, interesting job. You should make a show about me. And, listen, everyone thinks that there should be a show about their family or their office. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's true. But um, (laughs) sometimes we do have people who will... Um, apply for this, like, hey, look at me, and look at my family, and we will definitely take show ideas. I've talked to producers before. I think, you know, if there are interesting show ideas there, interesting people to fall around. So, um, yeah, we always welcome like interesting people telling us about their lives and seeing if there's something we can do with them.
0: So that's kind of kind of different. I mean, do. To- Do a lot of people do that? (laughs) Do a lot of people think they're special?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you
2: know what? I think everybody should feel like they're special. Yeah. Um, And listen, if you're not right for a show that I'm casting, certainly doesn't mean you're not special. It just means that maybe it's not specifically what we're looking for. Um, But, you know, I mean, it is, like I said, it is sort of the beauty of reality TV is that... Everybody is different. Everyone is unique. You can go into a project and sort of picture in your head what you think the cast might look like in the end. And after Mm -hmm. meeting thousands and thousands of people, it might look different and more interesting um, and more fun. So especially when it comes to reality, I I think it's – we don't try to put a hard, like – this is exactly what the cast should be like. It should be a little yeah. bit of a melting pot of the best types of candidates together.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So back to race to the center of the earth a yes. little bit. Yes. So let's say, well, can, when you have your meeting, do you, do you roughly have a number of teams that you might bring in? Like, you know, you're probably going to bring in more than four to talk to.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 of course. I mean, we will. So the process here is um, people will apply online. We will Mm -hmm. read through um, applications. We will call a lot of people to talk through this story. If we think that they are a good candidate for the show, we will Skype them. So Mm -hmm. that is sort of a you know, a mini interview that we'll do with all three people. If they are together, we'll Skype them together. If they live in different places, we will do different Skypes. We will put edits together of of these teams. I will show these edits to the producers and then, you know, collectively we'll decide which teams we want to meet in person. So, I mean, it's it's definitely a process. I mean, we will be meeting teams for a couple of months. We're going to be yeah. talking to people. We're going to be Skyping people. We're going to be putting edits together. Um, but, but, yeah, we'll definitely be bringing out more than four teams. We'll be bringing yeah. out, you know, definitely a handful of teams and um, asking them a lot of questions. And, you know, especially with the producers there, they're going to know – even more than we will if they are perfect for the show or not, you know, if they can really handle the difficulties of the show. Um, And, yeah, I mean, when they come out here and they meet with us, they go through all sorts of um, testing that all reality shows do. I'm sure they'll go through um, a medical test to make sure they're physically fit enough to do the show. They will go through a background check (laughs) to make sure Mm -hmm. that – um, nothing crazy comes out about them when they're on a TV show. Um, they're going to go through a psych evaluation um, to make sure they're mentally fit enough. So, I mean, it is a long process to get on any of these shows.
0: So interesting. All right. So that just man, I got a whole bunch of questions <laughs> now. Um, so my original question is, what's the one thing that when they come to the interview, you they shouldn't do?
2: <laughs> I can't give that away, well, let's okay. see, they probably shouldn't say that um they've never traveled outside of their state and they um you know can't run a mile or ride a bike. I mean those okay. things might be things that they don't want to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, now, how? I don't know exactly how to phrase this, but... Okay. Is it... So there's probably a cutoff point in background crazy. Because <laughs> a little crazy in the background might be okay, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: sure, sure.
0: But, so is that just something, you you know, person says, well, I did X, Y when I was 18, and you're like, oh, that's either a really cool story or right. no, we don't want you... <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean a lot of that has to do with the discretion of um of the network and the legal department and um you know we it, of course everyone's safety is the most important thing yeah. for us. So um we would definitely want to make sure that there were no open warrants maybe that might be a bad idea <laughs> or um yeah. you know depending on the show or or you know if, if we were doing a dating show if somebody had some sort of you know, domestic violence, that probably wouldn't be the best person to yeah. put on a dating show. Um, I think yeah. every show has sort of its limits, but you know we we want to make sure if we're if somebody is is winning a million dollars on the show, um, you know, I want to make sure that they represent the show well, that they represent. National Geographic well, I want to make sure that they represent the adventure community well, like, these are all important things, so mm-hmm. the background check is for so many different reasons, you know, and yeah. and we want to make sure that these people um, not only could do it, but if they end up winning or they, you know, put themselves through it, that they are people, you know, good upstanding people who, um, who, who, who deserve it in the end.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, Question for me, just because I've always wanted to know. So obviously, everybody signs a, a non-disclosure, right? Beforehand, um, have you ever had anybody like disclose <laughs> on one of the shows? That, I mean, obviously, it's 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 you know not you, but have you ever heard of that happening? And of I'm, I'm just curious, of
2: disclosing what of, uh, um, like that, that they won
0: or they lo- they lost ahead of time.
2: Uh, I am sure it's happened. I don't know myself. I mean, I am... I might take this job even a little bit too seriously when it comes to (laughs) non-disclosure. I mean, I, A, never want to jeopardize my job, and I hope that no one in my office um, would do anything like that. But contestants, um, maybe... uh, I, I couldn't tell you... Honestly, I mean, I think that um, something about doing having these experiences together and then having a show end and it is a sort of a special moment of like we went through this together. I mean, like, you know, this show, for instance, you know, these people are really going to go through some life changing experiences together, I think. It's going to be an amazing time. I think that they're going to love every minute of it, whether they win or lose. And I would say usually at the end of a show like this, you know, the contestants along with the producers will really have a heart-to-heart talk about how special the experience is and how something like ruining the end can ruin the whole experience that you just went through. And I think that for the most part – I think contestants do take that seriously. And I think that they do know how important the experience is. And I also think it's really fun for them to be able to watch the show with their friends and family, with some sort of surprise ending, whether they win or lose. Um, but I do think that when people go through something like this together, I think I would hope so that they really love it and cherish it enough to um to keep it a secret and be able to experience it with friends and family. And um, I mean, I I think they do. It's, it's pretty cool to get on one of these shows, especially show like this, that really is going to be, I think life changing for the people who end up getting on the show. So I, I hope that they would all keep it a secret.
0: Yeah. I think it's not a problem with adventure racers. So like, I mean, I've, I've covered 25 expedition races, and I've never once had a racer ask me which way should I go.
2: Interesting. So, yeah. No, that's is. good. That's good. So, I mean, they they should. We want people to really take this experience um, yeah. seriously and, and know at the end that if they end up winning, that they deserve to win at the end. And um, yeah, I don't think that we would have to worry about that on this show.
0: I don't either. So, all right. So I just got two more little things here. Okay. And then because you've been very generous with your time, and I know you're probably going to be working till midnight, probably. So. <laughs> <laughs> with without a drink with an umbrella in it.
1: So,
0: um, so um, I have uh, two hundred and thirty episodes with Adventure Racers, and I and I actually know at least a few of them that have been on this podcast have applied. So.
2: Cool! Can, I love that. You
0: can go. You can go back and and see what kind of lies they told me. <laughs>
2: okay, great. <laughs> we want to hear a little bit about their personality. We will go back. That's amazing. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, and then two. Can I give you a little homework?
2: Okay, I'm nervous, <laughs> but I'll try.
0: So what I would really like to do is, whenever a year from now, after the show airs. I would like to have a chat with you and uh, talk, like, how how and why you picked the people you picked for the show.
2: Yeah, for sure. That I, that would be really fun. I would love to do that.
0: Yeah. So, you know, maybe you keep a few notes, and then, you know, I'll give you, like, two days' notice a year yeah. from now when yeah.
1: we'll talk.
2: That, yeah. After, <laughs> so. Listen, after the show airs, let's definitely talk about it. I think that that would be really interesting. We could talk about... What you know? What got them through? Yeah. What I thought about them before and after? I think that, that would be really fun. We should definitely do yeah. that. It's a date. So,
0: okay, so <laughs> and I might because I'm like this. Um, some of my favorite podcasts are recap shows. Like, so I might try to hit up like the producers and say, let's do a podcast after each episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you will definitely have to ask them, but sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, I mean, like. Uh, what do I watch? Like Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul. They, yeah. Know, they yeah. talk about it afterwards, and I find that very interesting. Yeah, so, that's cool. Um, so, okay, so you have homework. I have a podcast to put together. <laughs> okay. And uh, actually, actually tell the truth, and everybody knows this, I have a dog I have to take out for a hike. Uh. <laughs>
2: And I, I mean, so. I too have a dog at home, but he's probably sleeping and he's going to have to wait a couple more hours till he goes yeah. outside. But yes, I, okay. if anybody understands that, I do.
0: So cool. All right. <laughs> um, this has been great. Thanks for answering all my stupid questions.
2: I love it. was so much <laughs> fun. And I look forward to, uh, talking to you next year.
0: Okay. All right. Take we'll, care, Randy. We'll, have a good a, one. It's a plan. All right. Thank all you. Already. Bye. Bye.
1: I grew up in New York as a young boy In Manhattan and outside New Jersey I moved to the West Coast To that wicked, wicked city L.A. And there was a time When I was a teenager When I grew up best of times in the 60s, in that wicked place of Hollywood, and there was a pretty light young girl, I'll tell you a story about how she broke my heart, she stood there right so soon on that California coast. Was said, it's three or four on his own. She looked at him with a soft eyes so innocent and blue. He knew right there he could never go home. Late. Wondering if she could ever get home. In a time of night, in a time of hill, she was looking so right.